Hello, welcome to A Heart to Heart. I'm Sammy E. And I'm Meg. Join us as we talk through identity, character, and principles. Let's make it happen. Yeah, girl. All right, so here's my question, Meg. Yeah. I, just being transparent about this topic of character, whenever I hear character, I think, you know, character is in relentless or excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, I always go toward these character attributes that I feel like I'm looking for. Sure. When you, when you talk about character and then we have this definition mm-hmm. of tried and proven, how do you connect those? Like, what is the connection between tried and proven or these character attributes? Because my mind doesn't think character, tried and proven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it thinks character, excellence, right. faithfulness. You don't look at someone and say, like, this is a person of character. They have been tried and proven. You know, like, right. yeah, I get right. that. So, hmm. like, how do, you, how do you resolve that? Or what? how do you clarify the difference? Because that... Is an issue for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think about like character attributes being, obviously that's the goal, right? So like you're a person of character, you know, when we talk about people of character, we see excellence. We see, you know, someone who sticks with a job till it's done. We see someone who's in, who has integrity, mm-hmm. who is kind. Like we see, we, we see the reflection of Jesus in that, right? Mm-hmm. But like if someone's just starting off and their character is being built and it hasn't been tried and proven, tried and proven, tried and proven, that all can look a lot like a list of of behaviors. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like in um in the Christian walk, like God cares way less about He cares less about our behaviors than He does our heart. Now, obviously, the Holy Spirit's given to us. Sanctification is very real. Like, mm-hmm. we, are, we are created, and once we have Christ and the Holy Spirit, like, we're created to grow and improve and become more like Christ and, like, all of those things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it can be so easy for someone who is just starting off in this character-building world to see a person of character and see behaviors, and a list of demands, and the work, 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 the strive, 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 you know? Right. And instead, I feel like it's much more heart-based. Like, I see someone who has been tried and proven when the chips are down, when everything is rough, when, you know, it is so easy to make that choice, to cut that corner, to tell that little white lie, to um, be unkind to somebody, to get your result, you know, like that person, if they choose excellence and integrity and from their heart and not from just a list of, oh, this is why I'm doing it, when it's way easier to make the bad decision, you know? So like, it's the clarification of, because if that is my concern of, mm-hmm. okay, it, it seems like it's things we're looking at, but the definition is tried and proven. Mm-hmm. So you're saying the difference is the heart is the re- like the heart is where character is actually is like being forged. Yeah. Like it's being proven. It's being tried. Like the heart of those 
attributes that I look at, the heart is the difference. Yeah. So I, I'm really glad to have that clarification, you know, Megan, because we, we are all talking about this big subject of character. So we're talking then, you know, we've said, explained what character is. You, you very well explained how, how to interpret, you know, tried and proven mm -hmm. versus the attributes. So we want to talk about this pursuit. Yeah. This pursuit of character. And kind of give give ourselves some some legs to work with, some things to work with where we can we can understand. Okay, so since it's a pursuit, yeah, how does a pursuit work? Right. So so obviously it's never finished, like because if it's I mean yes we want to attain something, but like our lives are we're not sanctified until we get to heaven, like we're fully sanctified. You right. know, we're right. always in process. So already and the not yet. You know, mm -hmm. um, so. I have a question. How do I know that I'm moving forward toward godly character when I know I'm in process, when I just don't arrive? Like, how do I know I'm moving that way? I think there's just, there's a, there's a, there's a steadiness to it and there's a pace. Mm -hmm. There's a pace of sanctification mm -hmm. in our character. And I, I think we have to be okay with the fact that there is a pace, just like there is a process, there's a pace and there's a feeling to how this character is being developed. Sure. So one thing that our, our pace of our character development is tied to is our personhood. Okay. You know, what type of a person we were created and designed to be. Mm -hmm. So, there's a verse in Romans um, 14, verse 12, and it, it's about God being the judge. And this, this verse has just helped me clarify, like, if I see personhood, character, attributes in people that I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> this verse says, God is the judge, and we are not the judge. And so when we are looking at character and personhood and different people, we have to remember our job is not judge of their pace of sanctification right because you know just as much as we see their you know missteps according to our understandings they probably look at us and see the same thing it's like crazy it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> i this is a hard one it's so tough because like it's so personal and it's not like obviously we all want to be like Christ, and that's a singular focus. Mm -hmm. But we all can't get there in a very visible way, you know? It's the body of Christ. Yeah. Like we all, the, the verses are in the scriptures where it talks about we are all parts of the body, and we all have our own function, and we sure. can't be mad that we're not a nose if somebody else is a nose, Absolutely. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That's the same. It, it runs right along with character in the sense that, I, I can't want somebody else's character to be mine. Mm -hmm. I can't try to be them. And in fact, if I do, it'll only put me back. Like I can only let Christ move in myself, mm -hmm. the character attributes that I'm ready to grow in. Yeah. Rest in your heart motives and then trust that God is working in them and their heart motives. Right. Yeah. Right. So if somebody is really really e it comes easy to them mm -hmm. for charity i know a lot of people who are really strong in mercy and 
I could, I could look at them and see how great their mercy or their charity is, but then they may be lacking in integrity. Mm-hmm. And I may be just having a party in my integrity. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, what is wrong with that person? Yeah. Why aren't they honest? And in doing so, I've become their judge. I'm judging their character, their pace of, of character growth. And I am putting this problem between us because their strength was mercy or charity. That's something that they, they it's just a core attribute of who they are, the way mm-hmm. that they're wired to, to walk out life. And so I can see their, their charity and just be so mortified. They are not full of integrity, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's easy. Or you can see God's grace in redeeming that person and sanctifying that person. And it's hard, but like <laughs> it's, it's way... Okay, so if we step away from the judge part and step into the, ah, uh, God's grace is... It's, a, it's about him. It's about his grace toward us. It's about his, his perfect charity, his perfect integrity. And this person's not hitting it, you know, like he would, right? but obviously they're not God. You know, like it's hard to not put people up in that realm, expecting them to be better, you know? It is. Yeah. It really is, especially I think in the Christian world. Oh, yeah. You know, we have all these moral standards that mm-hmm. God has, and we know he has them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, this is my right. Mm-hmm. I can judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your character is not what I want it to be. <laughs> According to this verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you got scriptures. Back it up, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does it do to our hearts, though? You know, <clears throat> like, is it bondage? What like, judging people, being caught in as the judge. Does that is, that is that a form of bondage that we put on ourselves? Is that a form of stepping away from freedom? Absolutely. Yeah. I wasn't saying it as a good thing. Right, right, <laughs> right. I'm saying my woes, right? people. Yes, woe to us, for sure, for sure. This is where I fail. Yes, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it is so real mm-hmm. to, I think in our Christian maturity and in our character development, there is that time when we start realizing, wow, this is going on in my heart. I am mm-hmm. judging. I am, I am putting like these ideas on people, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's the mercy of God that even lets us see it. Yeah, you know, I think it's love that helps us to clarify, like, wow, I'm really missing this. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a big part of our maturing in the Lord when we realize that, hey, I I am not the judge, <laughs> but we get to live this excellence of character. And use wisdom in looking at others and walking out relationships with others. Mm-hmm. You know, we can see their track record. Let's say Samantha is um, just not being dependable. Sure. Okay. Instead of looking at Samantha and saying, wow, I just can't believe she is so not dependable. Like, I don't even want to be her friend. I don't want to hang out with her. I can't de- de- rely on her. That's option A. Mm-hmm. One option. And another option is to say, okay, Samantha has a track record. Her track record is that she doesn't show up to things on time. And I, I can't depend on her to be faithful. There's a different feel when the first one, I'm judge. Mm. 
and I've put up a wall and I've put up a separation between us and we can't, we can't be in unity. The second, I can be aware of her situation. I can be aware of this person's situation that I, they are not a dependable person and I can make choices based on the fruit of their life, but it doesn't have to be like, there's not, doesn't have to be awe between us. Right. And like how, how, what an opportunity to show the fruit of the spirit toward whoever in that situation, you Mm -hmm. know, like if you have someone in your life who is chronically late or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like if, if you, you have an opportunity there to not say this is who they are, therefore I will not invite them to things because they're going to be late and I can't deal with that. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for you to be gentle and kind and peaceful and loving and, you know, all of these things like provide no one. Okay. So rarely does anyone make a good decision when they are becoming judged and they feel that animosity and they feel, Mm -hmm. yeah, they feel that, you know, they, the Holy spirit works so much better than any of our railings Mm -hmm. do for people. Is it the kindness of the Lord? That leads us leads, to repentance. Yes, absolutely. It's such a good verse. Yes. Because it's not just repentance from, like, you know, our sins and accepting Christ mm-hmm. that he's talking about there. It's talking about changing your mind. Like, shifting, making that shift from, I am no longer going to hold this against a person. I'm going to give um, them an opportunity to be who they are. And I'm going to be who I am. And I'm going to honor them in who they are and make room for the Holy Spirit to do the work. Right. Right. It's a, it's a different way of being. Yeah. You know, when, when our relationship to people regarding their character isn't judge of their character. But for the, in the same instance, though, if the person is consistently late and I have something coming where I know I cannot rely on that person... I can make the decision to have somebody else do that job. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. it's in, in, in a way that's a good boundary, but also like if you harbor ill will toward that person because of you not being able to choose them for that specific thing, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's on you. That's, right. that says nothing about them. It says right. more about you than them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So there's a maturing in our character as we walk out, looking at track records. Yeah. There's a maturing of, okay, that this is what this relationship should look like mm-hmm. based on their history. This is what this one, like we can navigate without offense the different relationships and places that people have in our lives and yeah. let it be okay. Yeah. Like it's really okay. Like if yes. that is your strength, praise God. If this is your weakness, praise God. We're going to walk it out and what's going to look the way that it can for what it is, yes. you know, and not and not being disappointed in others, but just knowing they're in their own journey. Right. And we know? no longer look at them to make the meet our needs and to, you know, serve us. Right. Instead, we're looking at them as a fellow believer on the same path of life, like an image bearer of God who has their own growing to do, you know, mm-hmm. and it's no longer a, a edifying for me. It's it's complete, like, holistic expecting the spirit to do the work you know right. it's right really freeing yep so we take the moments then to see character mm-hmm. 
We want to we want to see the strengths. We want to see the character that God is developing in others, and then we want to cheer them on. Yeah, root for them for sure. Yeah, lift them up where they're rocking it, and support them where they're not. You know, mm -hmm. and okay, this isn't in our notes, but <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very tough when you feel like you're the one giving, 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 and you don't have anybody in your life to give back to you. Um. I want that person, because that was me at some point, to know that regardless of what you're receiving, you're receiving the the perfect sanctification and the, the perfect partnership in your walk through Christ. And earnestly praying for that human, I guess, the, the other image bearers to come around you, that Praying for that is probably the core thing that you could do. God answers those prayers for sure. What do you um, mean? Like, um, have you ever felt like you don't have the people around you that will call out the good in you and um, will... So needing encouragement? Yeah, like, like root for you, you know? Like you being that for other people, but you never receive that in return. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. um, there's been times in my life where I've felt that, that I was giving, 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 and I felt like I started holding that against people or myself or whatever, you know? And in reality, those were opportunities for me to serve other people, but what was I praying for? I wasn't praying for people to surround me and help me and lift me up and return the favor. Like what I could pray for was for God to meet that need in the meantime and also send people in my way that can help me in that way. You know, it's interesting that no matter who you are, you need that, mm -hmm. you know, and I know that is such a strong suit of yours that you are so encouraging. Like you build me up every time we're together <laughs> and that's just, it's huge. Um, but even, even people who give that naturally and exude that energy, mm -hmm. they need the things that they are offering to yeah. And God <laughs> does answer those prayers yeah. because, you know, I feel like I've got so many people in my world right now who can help and cheer and Aww. you're one of them lady. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> stop a moment. Yeah. Anyway, so I have a question. So when... What is the point of all this, right? Is it so that we can be good people? Like, why do we pursue character? Is it, is it motivating? Because like the world, I feel like people want to pursue morality or whatever in the world regardless. But like for the Christian, what motivates us to even pursue character? I would love to say it's beautiful and roses to start. <laughs> but I can't. Ah. <laughs> uh. You know me. I got to be honest. The The first reason I think that we pursue character, and I, we kind of hinted that way earlier, was our flesh. Mm. Like, we'll look around. I looked around, and I saw people, and I esteemed them. Mm -hmm. So we esteem someone. We esteem their character. We esteem the fruit of their lives. And our flesh will emulate that. Sure. You know, it'll look at people and be like, well, they look successful. I see this behavior. I see this behavior. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think our first direction that we 
naturally tend toward our first inclination is our flesh. Hmm. So I don't think it changes until that, like we talked about earlier with character being from the heart, character, true character development will, will come when the motive is love. Hmm. And that just happens by a miracle (laughs) of God meeting us in a time when we actually want him. (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm thinking of like being gentle. I know for my life, I would, I would look at people and there were women in my life who I would think, gosh, they're so gentle. They just, they're the way they carry themselves, like the way that they they minister life with their gentleness. Mm. I just want to be gentle. And I know that's a fruit of the spirit, but I'm just saying like a character attribute of carrying gentleness. For sure. And it's only when we find love is the reason, not that I see that in them and I want to be like that, but God in me is shifting me and I want to love. My heart's motivation is to love. Mm -hmm. When that is the reason it's like blinders come off mm-hmm. and the selfishness is, a, is obvious. Mm-hmm. The, the motivations that were just like, you know, I want to look better. I want to be seen better. Um, I want to be accepted. I, I don't want to be rejected. Those were the reasons that I wanted to be gentle. Yeah. But my reason is I value that person. How do I show that? Yeah. I value their heart. How do I show that? Yeah. When that is the reason, that love is the reason, then I I can start noticing where God is moving in gentleness. Like, oh, I need to be a little calmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I need to be a little more thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is hard for them. You know, like all those types of things start establishing that na- that character attribute in me where because I love Therefore, I become gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's all. Like you said, it's it's a it's a miracle that God does in us because of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. um, I think you know, like I was saying, like the the world sees that there's good and evil out there. Like that's not something that Christians just see. The world sees that there is a morally right, morally wrong way. Now, rarely does anyone really agree on that, but there is. Something in somebody, regardless of who you are, regardless of your status with Christ or anything, Mm -hmm. that says, there is a moral right here, and I'm going to try and find it, you know? And in those situations, like, is it, are those, those feelings in someone who does not have Christ, are they going to be as powerful or as deep in them as someone who has found Christ in my experience I would say no I would say there's a curious pursuit in a person without Hmm. Christ curious pursuit right that's good right yeah curious pursuit but like they don't know why they don't know what the point is but then when you accept Christ there's that love you know that deep love that lays its life down regardless mm-hmm. to, to form a relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, that's so, I don't know. I just feel like I see it. Like, we pursue character as Christians 
well, we pursue character in general because it's just in us, you know? Mm -hmm. But like we pursue character as Christians, why we do it is because, and why it's deeper is because of Christ. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, so Megan and I were talking earlier, and I love what you're going to do, so I wanted you to share it with regards to... Birds. Birds. Me and Zach, we've been bird watching, and it's very fun, and we have this app that we can identify birds, and it's very fun. So we take walks at the park, whatever. But I'd love for them to come to my home and make a home in my backyard. My backyard currently is just a complete blank slate. We have, like, just grass. Okay. So I found a book I've been reading and Zach's been reading and we've been talking and I have a, what is it called? Like a five-year plan. (laughs) She has a five-year plan (laughs) for bringing birds to my backyard. Okay. So number one. Let me just say what I would do wrong first Mm -hmm. is I would, I would just start building houses. Right. (laughs) Like she said, bring birds. And I, and my, my smart Samantha moment was like, well then. We need to build the houses. No, that's what I was thinking at first. Like, and then I started reading this book and I was like, no, no, no. Read. There's a routine here. Wisdom. Okay. So first step, first phase would be um, creating a food source for the birds. So the food source would be uh, feeders. We're going to have, you know, a few different feeders, a few different nests or not What's nests. What's in the feeders? So uh, sunflower seeds, maybe peanuts, maybe white millet. Um, probably some fruits for the Orioles maybe when they come through. I'd love to see some of them. Anyway, so that's the plan. Create a food source. Then create like a natural habitat with natural food sources. So like I could have different shrubs and bushes and trees and shelters and things like that. So that when they come to the bird feeder, they've got an easy place to go back and fly to okay. and all that stuff. And then once I start seeing certain birds come up, mm. I see what birds need houses for their little nests and babies. Gosh. So that's the plan. Cause this book that I found, it has like certain house plans for specific birds yeah. to reduce like predators and like all that stuff. I love it. I'm An super pumped. system in your yard. So check back with me in five years. All right. <laughs> for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation just as much as we did. Subscribe, share, and we'll see you next week.